Welcome to the EdTech Marketing Podcast, hosted by Mateo Elvira, a former tech sales rep turned digital marketer. If you're an EdTech organization struggling with how to leverage the power of digital marketing, then sign up for this weekly podcast that aims to help. Week by week, our featured guests will share their top tips that you can put into action today. Let's get started. everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the EdTech Marketing Podcast. It's your host, Mateo Elvira here, and I have a really awesome EdTech founder with us today, Stephanie Nislow. She is the CEO and founder of Augstar Reading. She's doing some amazing stuff to help um, just students with dyslexia, I believe. So just have a couple questions for her here today about you know how she got into this space, um, what problems she's solving here for students. And what kind of impact you know she's seeing in in districts across the U.S. here? But Stephanie, how are you doing? It's the holidays here, 2023. What's going on here with Augstar Reading? Oh, great! Well, just thank you for having me. I really appreciate it, Matteo. And it's exciting this time of year to think about uh, all the accomplishments of the past year and what we're moving forward with for 2024. So lots of good things happening here at Augstar. Awesome. So I was looking over at your LinkedIn profile and you actually worked in education before starting your business. I always like to ask this as like a initial question here, but like, how was your journey into ed tech, into entrepreneurship? How did you stumble into creating your own ed tech company here? What was that journey like for you? Right, right. So I'm not a coder, so I didn't come from the tech world. I really came from the classroom. I was a teacher years ago in Baltimore County, Maryland. I loved what I did, but I always felt that I wasn't meeting the needs of my struggling readers. And that was really difficult. And I think that is so common around the U.S., around the world, uh, that teachers just don't have the tools they need often to meet the needs of some of their students. So I did leave the classroom and then became a tutor. I eventually got trained in Orton-Gillingham, which was just an incredible experience for me because it allowed me to see that there really is a systematic, clear way to teach literacy to early readers or struggling readers. So I became a tutor. I'm passionate about OG and the effect it can have on children's reading trajectories. So it really wasn't until I got into tutoring and saw the huge need out there and so many students who were not able to uh, meet with tutors that I really thought about wow, what if we could have uh, an online solution that mimicked that tutoring experience for kids? That could be accessible everywhere. So that's how I got into Augstar. That's awesome. Can you tell us a little bit more about this study of Orton-Gillingham? Because it's in the name, right? It's the OG in Augstar. So it, it seems like it's a really big part of who you are. Could you educate us and the audience here a little bit what about Orton Gillingham is so impactful, so unique, so like that it seems like it works, right? Can you talk to us a little bit about it? 
Yes, thanks. It's been around for a long time. And I think the reason so many people don't know about it is because it was in the private tutoring world primarily for a long time. And it was delivered one-on-one mostly. So it wasn't going to be in those public school classrooms. More recently, people have been adapting and using elements of of Orton-Gellingham or the entire program, even in public schools. Uh, So what makes OG different from other delivered literacy curriculums? There's so many things to choose out there. First of all, it's very systematic and structured. So it's not a lot of, oh, what do I feel like doing today as the teacher? And maybe give this and maybe give that and, and, you know, hodgepodge things together. It really works and builds in a very systematic progression so that nothing is left out for these kids. It works with students at the sound level. So all of those little sounds and words, that's where we start. And then we build to the word level and then from words to sentences and passages. So everything about it is very thoughtfully uh, dissected. And we make sure that kids really understand every little sound letter connection. And we teach them in a very multi-sensory way. So that's something else that's different about Orton Gillingham. We're using speech, we're using handwriting, we're using movement, we're using hearing all together to really make sure that lots of neural pathways are being fired at the same time and kids are learning and retaining what they're learning. So it's very active. It's not a passive activity uh, when kids are in Orton-Gillingham. They really should be doing a lot of things at the same time. Additionally, it allows each student to follow their own path. So as they're progressing, even though the structure is there, they're working at their own pace. So we don't just say, lesson's over, we're moving ahead if the kid hasn't gotten the concept. We spend the time to iterate and work with that child to mastery and then move them along. That's awesome. What kind of students tend to get like the most value or most out of Augstar? I see here on your website, you guys really support dyslexic students. Are you guys kind of an ideal fit for dyslexic students or can all students use Augstar? Yeah, I mean, Orton-Gillingham originally was designed, developed, for students with dyslexia. It used to be called word blindness before they sort of decided to give it a more scientific name because these kids often are really skillful at so many other aspects of learning. And it's just getting that print off of the page, right? Reading those words that is the stumbling block or spelling those words. So Orton-Gillingham and Oxtar in particular is very helpful for students with dyslexia There are lots of kids out there. Sally Shaywitz at Yale says one in five students may be dyslexic. So there are a lot of undiagnosed dyslexics out there who can benefit from Oxstar. Kids who are struggling, who just aren't getting something systematic, who are being told to guess in school or look at the picture and try and figure out the word. Those are not strategies that are useful and they don't make for proficient readers. So Students who are not getting what they need in school sometimes will jump onto Augstar, even if they're not dyslexic. Super helpful for English language learners as well, because Augstar, in addition to that Orton-Gillingham base, includes a lot of phonological awareness practice so that you're working with those sounds of English that might be different from your home language. 
So uh, super helpful for that group as well. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, do you mind just sharing just, you know, some of the impact or, you know, of the current districts that you might be partnering with already? What's been some of the feedback from some of those um, clients of yours? Yeah. So we have a range of clients from individual users in 62 countries. So there's a need for English proficiency around the globe. In fact, we work with some schools in Rwanda. And so not only do we give them Oxstar, but we train the teachers so that they're understanding the philosophy and the pedagogy and can really take the lessons and skills from Oxstar off of the app and then replicate those in the classroom as well. So we've had a lot of success around the globe with, as I said, some small schools, individuals. And then within the U.S., we have a bunch of school districts using Oxstar uh, with their students who are struggling. Sometimes those are special education students. Sometimes those are students uh, who have been identified as dyslexic, but not always. Sometimes we have school districts where they have Oxstar being used as a station for all students in kindergarten and first grade. So we really find that it can be both preventative and intervention for students. You know, when I have a parent who calls me and says, nothing was working for my kid, but they're so engaged with this program. And yes, I'm having them do this instead of their other game. You know, they're spending 20, 25 minutes a day on this and it's making a difference. It's giving them confidence. And now, you know, the teachers aren't seeing the same kinds of difficulties that they were before. So that's just what I love to hear from parents and teachers. That's wonderful to hear. Thank you so much for sharing that. I'm, I'm really excited to see what the new year has in stores for you. I guess for anybody that's um, still listening here on our podcast and, you know, wants to perhaps get a demo of Augstar or maybe perhaps see how they might be able to share it with a family member, where's the best place to reach at? Great. So you can go to augstarreading.com. That's our website. There are lots of contact forms there. You can reach out, let us know if you're a teacher, if you're an administrator, parent, whatever, interested in a demo trial. We have all kinds of ways to make Augstar accessible for people. We have web versions as well as iOS versions. So there are lots of ways we can also have get you teacher training um, on Augstar, a uh, brief teacher training. And we also have an affiliate company doing a very extensive 60-hour Orton-Gillingham Plus training. So there are lots of opportunities here to bring the science of reading into your classrooms and really give your kids the best opportunity. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. Please uh, take a look at her LinkedIn profile. We will include that down below as well. Please take a look at what she's doing. And um, if you're an administrator, if you work in K-12 and you feel like this could possibly be a good solution for you, please connect with her. She's doing a lot of amazing things. So thanks again for your time today, Stephanie. We really appreciate it. And for everyone listening out there, we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks so much. Have a great day and happy holidays and happy 2024. Thanks for listening to the EdTech Marketing Podcast with your host, Mateo Elvira. We hope you enjoyed our deep dive into all the tips and tricks you can use to help grow your EdTech audience. If you're keen to see these ideas can be applied in the real world, join us on the next week's episode. As always, you can head over to elvira.media to learn more about our digital marketing services for EdTech brands. That's all for this episode, folks. 
See you next time.